Welcome to a new edition of Cards Cast. Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon here with Cardinal Authority Publisher Jody Demling. And it's Friday. It's the new Cards Cast. Obviously, plenty to talk about. Louisville football got a game coming up, coming up. Red White scrimmage. Obviously, all recruiting. Jody, let's start with with the football game. Louisville got their big ACC win over Boston College. Now they're going to see if they can get two in a row, and they're going to do it at a tough place at, up at number 19, Wake Forest, who's been playing really good this year. But uh, the Cardinals coming in about a touchdown dog. I think it's about six, six and a half points at this point. Uh, but the momentum certainly is on Louisville's favor as far as improving. But I think this is going to be a tough challenge. What do you think so far uh, as you're getting ready to head up to, to, the, to Wake Forest for the game? Yeah, I think it's a it's a tough challenge for Louisville, but it's not one that is that it's not like last year when you looked and you go, oh, they're going to lose this game. I don't I don't think I think Wake is a lot better, but I think Louisville's a lot better. And I think what happens is when you look at the schedules, I, I just have to wonder yeah. how good is this Wake team? You know what I mean? I, 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 it's it's an interesting matchup. I like Louisville's matchup in this game. Uh, for the sheer fact that I think they're going to be able to do like they did last week against Boston College, and that score a lot of points. Can they win another shootout? Yeah, you know, and obviously a lot of that will dictate the defense. I do like the the fact that a lot of these Louisville coaches, obviously the players have faced Wake Forest before, but the coaches are the ones putting in the schemes and calling the plays. And you got to like the fact that a lot of these guys on the staff have, have gone against Appala- or gone against Wake Forest when they were at Appalachian State a couple years ago. Nearly beat the Demon Deacons in Winston-Salem. You know, had a blocked field goal at the end. Um, so, obviously, they're familiar with it. They know how to prepare for it. What, is, what Scott Satterfield calls a unique offense, and it really is, with the kind of a, a slow-moving RPO and really makes you stay focused and determined. So, I think a lot of it will depend. I agree with you. I think the offense is going to do their thing. But, obviously, a lot will depend on how much that Louisville defense does stay, you know, committed to, you know, their assignments and not biting and letting the lanes open enough for their running game. Yeah, and I think here, here's the stat that's, that amazed me when I saw it. <laughs> Wake Forest has run the ball up the middle for 781 yards. They've run the ball to the left side for 121 yards and to the right side for 144 yards. So when do they want to go? <laughs> and that, and that's, that, that's, that, that's that RPO, that slow pace, up the middle kind of thing. And, and I think if Louisville can do a good job – I, look, they're going to get some yards on this, and they're going to score some points. It's a matter of limiting it as much as you possibly can, in in my opinion. Uh, Jamie Newman's good. Jamie Newman is really, yeah. really talented. I'm not a big. I mean, I think their backs are okay, but you know, it's not like Matt Coburn's back there going to go for 245. I think Kate <laughs> Carney is good. I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he's get the guy that Louisville has to worry about killing him. I think it's it's. I think it's Newman. I think if you. You know, keep your guys, keep your eyes in your gap, keep going. And, uh, and I, look, I this is not a game I predicted Louisville to win. I thought I, my prediction in the beginning of the season is where they would be four and one right now. Unfortunately, they didn't get Florida State like I thought they were. But this is the other game to me at the beginning of the season that I thought they had a chance to sneak away with a victory. And if you can get a victory now for Louisville, it changes the outlook of the entire season. Oh, without question. And I think this is one where, just like Boston College, I think turnovers will, you know, come into play. They've actually come into play, you know, throughout the season. But I think, like the Boston College game, I think this is one where, you know, the defense does start to build on the the confidence that they gained, even though, you know, they gave up 39 points, but their ability to take the ball away. And I think that's a trend that will continue for Louisville. And it, like like you said, it, this makes it a difficult game to call. 
But I think if that if that turnover trend does stay with Louisville for a second straight game, I like the Cardinals' chances of coming away with an upset win over a top twenty five team, which would be like huge for this program at this point. Yeah, definitely. I think it would be. And uh, so again, if you if you look at uh, um, if you look at things um, that if you look, ugh, I can't talk right now. If you look at things in the big picture, this one now, NC State Syracuse looks like they're uh, they're winnable games. Kentucky, I think, is a is a winnable game, obviously. So this Louisville team, if you can get this one, it's almost like uh, you're playing with house money down the road. All right, football recruiting, real quick. Yep. Uh, a couple things: Jordan Watkins decommitted from uh, Kentucky last night. We firmly believe that he'll, as we've reported, will be a part of this Louisville class when it's all said and done. Uh, I'm not, you know what? I'm not checked. I'll have to check and see if he's a guy that can enroll early. Usually, Je- Jefferson County Public Schools. That's a little more difficult than than some schools out there across the country uh, that are that are allowed to do that. But I know some guys have done it in the past. But I know some schools it's a little more difficult to do. But we expect him to be a part of this Louisville class. You know, Christian Fitzpatrick. Then it becomes a uh, he's going to visit next week. Do they take a second wide receiver right now? I don't think they do, but he could end up being like the best player available at the very end. He would be a huge get if they could flip him. He's definitely going to visit next weekend for the Clemson game. And then there's just a lot of other guys in the in play right now. You know, if you look at our uh, at our board uh, that uh, that we did the uh, the recruits to watch board that we did a couple weeks ago. You know, Thomas Schrader from Florida State, Wayne Ledford's still working on him really hard. Josh Griffiths, the kid who's also committed to Florida State from IMG. Uh, I know Court Dennison, Brian Brown, and those guys are, are working hard on him. So, um, you know, not many spots left. I mean, if you if you if we think Watkins is going to be that one, then there's that puts you with five left. Um, you know, you take Latari Kinsler or Yaya Diaba, you take one of those, uh, and you only have four left. So it's it's getting it's getting low. And at this point, you know, I'm not worried about losing guys. I, I don't think right now that there's a ton that that you're going to lose. Um, but Michael, if you do lose guys, you're in a great spot because you're, you're, you're putting a program out there that, that's winning this year more than what you thought. And, uh, and I think it's going to be easier to recruit if you do lose a couple guys, which again, I don't think you will at this point. Yeah, I think they feel pretty good with everybody they've got. Obviously you don't know what's going to happen down the road. You know, there's the guys, the coaches come in and, and they can sell something to try to get somebody to decommit. But I think with what they've got right now, I think they're feeling pretty good about everybody that they're there. And again, we're talking about a class that's right there on the cusp of the top 25 and the two, four, seven rankings. And, and yeah, as they get pickier and pickier coming down the, the stretch, you know, that's, they've got the opportunity to even elevate that class even higher. And, you know, so really tip of the hat to how well this coaches coaching staff have done with this class thus far, but uh, they're not the only ones busy recruiting. Chris Mack, obviously and his staff yeah, are extremely busy and, and Jody keep me from going over the ledge. All right. <laughs> I don't think anybody can keep from going to the ledge right now. You know, look, it's not it's not been positive. I mean, I don't, yeah. you know, it's it's just it's just not been. It's been the worst luck he could possibly uh, that the staff could possibly have every bad thing that they, they thought. We don't think bad things are going to happen, but every th- bad thing that could have happened has happened. You know what I mean? Like, they, uh, you know, Davon Smith didn't have a good time on his visit, so he didn't commit and ends up going to Mississippi State. DJ Stewart, there's one school that can get him other than Louisville, and at the very end, Duke offers and they get him. You know, Caleb Love, back and forth, Louisville and UConn. I mean, you, you Louisville and UNC, and UNC just kind of, uh, you know, wins out. And then, uh, you know, Devin Askew, 
mean, at this point, we don't know for sure if he's going to reclassify. We don't know for sure if he's going to Kentucky, but it sure looks like he's going to. And and Chris and the staff have done a great job. I mean, they were there this week still. They're still trying. I mean, they're they're not. It's not like they're doing anything wrong, and it's not like they're doing anything that. Um, it's not like they're doing anything wrong, and it's not like they're not doing what they need to do. They're just having simply bad luck, and that's the that's the part that really stinks. Yeah, and you have to wonder how much, you know, did the big class from last year, you know, how much are, are opposing schools, like, look, you know, selling the fact that Louisville has this amazing class that's going to be there for a while, so your playing time is limited. Also, obviously, you always have the, the NCAA stuff, you know, that other schools might use as well. So you have to wonder how much of that stuff's being played out there. And, yeah, and some of it is, you know, just, you know, okay, it comes down to these two, and then my favorite school just offered, so I'm going there. So it's, yeah, you know, I think, there's been a I whole think a collection lot of, of things. No, I, I do think it, and I think the NCAA is something that is uh, that, that that's being used against them. I don't I don't know that it's rightly so. I don't think it's rightly so, but I think that's something that's definitely being used against them by schools, uh, and and it's and it's hurt them. And I also think um, I, it, you, it's funny you bring that up because I had a coach tell an AAU coach tell me yesterday um, that you know when his kid was kind of looking at at Louisville, they looked at the roster and they're loaded. You know what I mean? And and. Yeah. And and in a way that they are, I mean, how are they going to use Darius Perry and David Johnson? So that, that looks like they've got two other point guards there, but yet they could be two guards as well. If you're a two guard, if you're a point guard, you're looking, okay, they got these two guys next year. If you're a two guard, you're looking, Hey, they got these two guys next year. Well, it's, that's other schools telling kids things and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, uh, but but I do think that that is being used against them as well as the fact that, hey, this team's loaded. And if you go there, you might have to sit for a year and, and not play. So it's difficult. It's hard. Um, and obviously, that's not what DJ Stewart and, uh, you know, DJ Stewart and Caleb Love went to places where uh, they would have only gone to. It wasn't about playing time. It wasn't about, uh, you know, the NCAA stuff. It was about the fact that, uh, that, that, D, that you know, DJ Stewart, the one school that could have gotten him other than Louisville was Duke. And, and unfortunately, they offered at the very end. You know, Brakefield is a, is a crazy thing. Duke watched him every game for two years in AAU because Jalen Johnson was his teammate with Phenom U. They never really reached out to him until the very end. And when they reached out, he committed. So it's like, how yeah. much bad luck can you have? If you're Louisville at this point, I'll do a post. I'm going to do a post a little later today uh, when I'm actually on the plane to Wake Forest and can kind of clear my head and, and do this. But I'll post it tonight. I mean, I don't know that there's any new names. People keep wanting to know why don't 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 rush into it. I don't want them to be a new name right now, because if there's a new name right now, it's probably a guy that nobody has looked at. It's probably a guy that's not very good. I want them the staff, if, if I'm a fan, I want them to relax, take a step back, coach this team up, try to get to a Final Four. And as the season progresses, things are going to happen. Kids are going to decommit. Coaches are going to get fired. Things are going to happen. And you have Jay Scrub. Make sure you can keep him and, uh, and get him and not let him go to the NBA. Try to talk him out of doing things. I think he will. Um, and But you just have to – you have to kind of – you have to relax. You have to know – that you're not Chris Mack's not going to rush into something right now because if you do, it's probably not a kid that's going to be very good. Yeah, and obviously, you know, you know, Louisville's facing problems that you know that that you really want to face if you're going to be a big time program, and you you know the, you're going after the right kids. And we saw it last year that you know they know how to close and bring together a good class. I agree with you. I think you know now's not time to panic and try to go find those 
you know, the second, the, the option C, option D, and all that kind of stuff, you know, you know, like you said, let the season get going, let the energy and the excitement continue to build again, and let the program sort itself, you know, and, and my other kids that are still looking at already. And I will say this, and uh, we've just got a couple minutes left, but I will say yep. this, you know, you've got Christian Lander and Zion Harmon, who are two 2021 yeah. kids, who I know they've talked to about reclassifying, and we'll see if that happens, but that's not something we're going to know now. That's something yeah. that's going to happen in the spring. And so I, I think everybody just needs to – I know it's hard, but it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a relax and, uh, and, 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 and take this just, – just chill, you know, just relax. <laughs> Easier said than done, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, red-white scrimmage tomorrow. You're going to be there. I'm going to be in, yeah. uh, in Winston-Salem at the football game. You're going to be there. I'm excited to see a few things. You're only going to see a scrimmage for about 15 or 20 minutes. It's not going to be a big uh, uh, long scrimmage like it normally is. They're going to do actually a practice uh, at, at first. But I'm looking forward to seeing the transformation of Stephen Enoch's body and how he has slimmed down and, uh, and toned down and looks a lot better. Uh, you know, And I think Jordan's going to take that next step. I think he will show that he's the ACC preseason player of the year, and I think he's going to win that. Um, then maybe the guy I'm most excited about people to see more than anything is Ryan McMahon, because from what I've been told, he's doing a lot of other things, kind of running the team, being a leader, uh, and sometimes being a point guard. So uh, Ryan McMahon can shoot it if he's uh, if he's expanded his game like I've been told. I'm excited uh, uh, for him to see some more minutes at some other uh, in some other stages other than just shooting the ball. Yeah, you know, after watching them in the open gyms and being impressed in, in kind of their, you know, their fun atmosphere, I'm looking forward to seeing how they work, you know, with with the coaches and what Chris Mack is doing to them. And in more of it, even though the, the scrimmage will be shorter, in more of a, uh, a real type of setting. So really looking forward to seeing what the guys look like on, on Saturday uh, afternoon and yep. get a little basketball action in before the football. But speaking of football, we got to get you to the airport so you can get off to, to Wake Forest. No doubt. Cards cast. It's another edition each and every Friday. If uh, we have breaking news, we will uh, do some special updates throughout the week. But uh, tune in. Cards cast. You can get you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, all over the place. Cards cast uh, for Michael McCammon. I'm Jody Dimling. Have a great weekend. Go Cards.